Hello, everybody. Or, hey, guys, as I normally say. You know, I've heard someone on a podcast say that they found the term guys used that way when referring to a group of people offensive. Uh, And I have to say, I think that might be taking things a bit too far, but I don't know. Am I wrong to say, hey, guys? Is that now considered offensive? If so, have at me. I need to know. Criticize, complain, unsubscribe. Get the fuck out of here. No, no, I really do want to know. Um, I'm from Nebraska in the Midwest here in the United States. And shout out to all my listeners outside of the U.S., which I keep getting more and more of. And that makes me so happy. I get a geographical, I don't know what you call it, report. And I just keep growing listenership, even while I haven't been here, um, far and wide. And I I can't even comprehend that. That makes me so happy. Anyway, I'm from the Midwest in the United States, and we use the term guys a lot. So I'm figuring it out, but um, I mean no offense. So I apologize if I'm just an asshole. To me, guys, when I say guys, it's a gender neutral phrase, but I get that it's technically a masculine word so i don't know i'm confused i'm confused but you know what else i am i'm back god it's been a long 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 time it feels like forever and i apologize for that um welcome back to me welcome back to you welcome back to my heart my heart the most infuriating organ i own uh anyway i don't know where to begin i've been mia and i have not been well And I'm concerned that talking about it too much is just going to be dull or it'll sound like I'm feeling sorry for myself. I don't know. And I'm also finally feeling better as of three days ago. So I kind of don't want to dwell there. I don't want to ruin it. Uh, I really have no need to be in the suffering of this any longer than I already have been. So for now, if it's okay with you, perfect souls, I'd like to sum it up maybe just quickly, and then move on to attempting something somewhat normal, something that utilizes, um, you know, what I consider the best parts of me, the parts of me that are all about fervor and love. And I just want to use myself to praise things again. And that's what this podcast, that's why I started this podcast, to praise writers, poets, words, poems, you, you get the idea. And when, um, when a human body is as bad off as mine has been, there's just not a lot of room for that. Uh, I was living in another dimension or something for four months. I don't know. It just feels like I wasn't quite here. Uh, and my typical thoughts and instincts and acts were all buried really deep under the, uh, really raw survival stuff of being a human being. Um, You know, I know I'm not going to get this right in my articulation of it, but it's given me a new appreciation for people who don't easily access this stuff. Uh, The stuff I like to talk about on this podcast, poetry, art, whatever it is. Um, Some people who don't enjoy reading poetry or art, I really now think that perhaps they just can't, they just can't yet for whatever reason. I don't know if this is making sense, but it might be reasons related to their body or trauma or psychological distress. I don't, I don't know. I'm just kind of forming these thoughts surrounding it, but I, I just think I realize what a tremendous privilege it is to live in the world of art and poetry and thought. And that's how I normally live, living and breathing this stuff. And I knew it was a privilege, but not quite to the degree I now know. 
Um, and so, God, see, I've already gone on and on, and I'm still unsure I want to talk about all of this. Maybe we'll leave it for another time, but just know that I've been living a physical nightmare, and until three weeks ago, no, none of my doctors could figure out figure this out, and I was going to the best places here in Los Angeles, but I finally found a miracle doctor, and it turns out all it takes to be miraculous in the world of medicine is just listening to your patient. That's all it took. He actually listened to me. But anyway, he figured this problem that I'm having with my heart disease out. And although I will have to have a really serious valve replacement surgery at some point, maybe soon, maybe years away, um, I'm currently now on a drug that tackles my exact problem that they found in me. So I went from having severe heart palpitations about every 20 seconds, if not more, every waking minute of the day for over three months to right now I've had three full days with zero heart palpitations. Now, I'm afraid to celebrate that just yet. It feels wrong to even say it out loud because who knows? I mean, this issue is not a minor one, so anything can happen. But I've learned in life, I learned this before this even happened. You ha if you have a good day or even a good four and a half minutes, you have to have reverence for that because it is no small feat. In my opinion, feeling good even a little bit is a tr just a huge gift. And I hope you guys are all feeling good. By the way, I haven't checked in on you. How are you doing? I hope you, even if you have 60 seconds today of feeling good, I'm so happy about that. I hope you have a lot more, obviously. But um, okay, you like how I wavered back and forth from saying I was going to talk about my health to I definitely was not going to talk about it to maybe I'd talk about it. Um, and then I just kind of did. Long story short, I actually feel good enough to do this. I've been in my studio today and yesterday. I'm crawling out of this, I hope. Um, so I don't know. Ugh. I just have so much backed up that I want to say to you guys. We'll get there. Or we probably won't get there, but we'll get somewhere. I got to figure out what to read to you. Hold on, I got a stack of books. Let me pick something and I'll be right back. this one just fell right into my lap. It was sitting there. I haven't read this poem in a long time. And I may have even read it on here because I notice it's bookmarked with the little things I bookmark it for specifically for me reading stuff. Um, we are reading Rilke. This is Rilke on Love and Other Difficulties, Translations and Considerations by John J.L. Mood. That's a cool last name. Mood? Do you think you say mood or mud? Mood. M-O-O-D. Should have figured that out before I read this. This is a W.W. Norton book, and I will put a link in the podcast description so you can go ahead and figure out where to buy it or rent it at your local library. I guess you don't rent things. You check them out. Um, it's so funny. I opened up to this page. It's exactly what I was just talking about. I swear this, isn't, this wasn't um, planned. Uh, this is The Poet Speaks of Praising. Oh, speak, poet. What do you do? I praise. But the monstrosities and the murderous days, how do you endure them? How do you take them? I praise. But the anonymous, the nameless grays, how, poet, do you still invoke them? I praise. What right have you in all displays, in every mask, to be genuine? I praise. 
and that the stillness and the turbulent sprays know you like star and storm because I praise. It says December 1921. Hold on, that was so good, but I kind of want to read you something else along with it, so hold up. Okay, I love Vasco Popa. I haven't read him to you in a while. This book, God, I cannot recommend this book enough. Promise me you'll go get it. It's from Anvil. It's Vasco Popa's Complete Poems, translated by Ann Pennington. Um, there's an introduction by Ted Hughes in here. And I, I th there's not a moment of this book that I don't kind of, this is the kind of, these are the words, I don't, I don't even know how to explain what I feel about Vasco Popa. He um, baffles me in a way that I like to be baffled. So anyway, I'm just going to, I just opened it up and it said rose and I saw it said heart in it. And so let's read this one. The Rose Thieves. Someone is a rose tree. Some are the wind's daughters. Some are the rose thieves. The rose thieves creep up on the rose tree. One of them steals a rose, hides it in his heart. The wind's daughters appear, see the tree stripped of its beauty, and give chase to the rose thieves. Open up their breasts one by one. In some they find a heart, in some so help me none. They go on opening up their breasts until they uncover one heart, and in that heart the stolen rose." That's from, I think, his Unrest Field, a collection called Unrest Field, which I love <laughs> that title so much. Okay, and the, the link in the uh, description of the podcast about this book, I will put it there. Don't you worry about that. Um, let me close up shop here. By the way, if you're in L.A., I have a couple of new drawings in a show that opens this Saturday, July 22nd, at 101 Exhibit. That's a gallery in West Hollywood. The show is focused on figurative work, which is central to what I do in, well, I mean, I make landscapes, but they have figures in them. So, yeah, th this is my world. I'm not sure I'll be up for attending. I don't know. I don't know how I feel, right? You know, I, I, I'm... I'm kind of on, I don't, I just don't know, but I'm going to try to make it. So it'd be great to see you guys there. I will put the info for that show in this podcast description. These are fun drawings, more fun than most of my drawings. So I'm kind of excited about that. One of the drawings is called George Michael finds a friend in heaven. And it is exactly what it says it is. Um, if you want to see images of that piece, um, or if you just want to see anything that I got going on, you guys can, f can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Follow me at Robin underscore O'Neill. I hate that underscore. I wish that didn't exist. As usual, I want to thank you sincerely for your kindness. You guys have given me a lot of love in these past months as I've been going through this, and I needed it. Uh, I only hope I can return the favor in some way. And if you're new, thank you so much for joining us here today. I liked having you, and I can tell we're going to be great friends. And here's my statement to the universe. I want to end with a statement to the universe. If, if you're trying to teach me about pain and suffering and loss, I fucking get it. Enough already. Relentless doesn't look good on anybody. Well, it kind of does. I like, I like the relentless. I'm a relentless person. So, But I've learned whatever cruel lesson I'm supposed to be learning, so I'm ready to have my life back now, universe. So thank you and fuck you. We shall find peace. We shall hear angels. We shall see the sky sparkling with diamonds. 
that's Chekhov. I'm 21.34% Robin O'Neill. The full me might never be back. So let's just put up with this version of me for a while. Deal? Be good to others. Be even better to yourselves. It'll feed to the other one. Does that make sense? I don't know if that sounds selfish when I say that. I don't mean it that way. Um, I don't I, I don't know if that makes... Well, it's kind of like the way RuPaul ends every drag race, right? If you've never watched it, allow me to tell you how he ends every single one. If you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? So that's what I'm getting at here. Um, if you're a bigot, child molester, or a rapist, this is my opportunity to kick you out. Get the fuck out of here. Nobody likes you here. Okay, time to go for real. My apologies for being so delightful here at the end. Uh, I love you guys very much. Take care of yourselves and good night.